0: Okay, welcome back to episode two of all time of our j <laughs> Missions podcast. Uh, today, we are going to cover uh, some questions about states, U.S. states, random, uh, who we are, why we're doing this, a little bit about uh, confidence in God, and finally, our Q&A segment we're going to have on our uh, podcast, which is, um, how can someone be sure they're forgiven? Rock, cue and the uh, fun, inspirational music. So eventually we're going to have real music, but for now, for now, that was pretty good rock on the spot. Yeah, like rock, that was not planned, that was not planned at all, I just on the spot asked him to cue in that music, and I gotta say, I'm happy I did. Impressive. Okay, so I'm the host this week, every week we're going to have a different host, that's how we're going to, you know, style this, and today we're going to talk about uh, who we are and why we're doing this, but first, Ant, you wanted to have a...
1: Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys a question. It's been on my mind for quite some time. It's very serious. The question is, if you could go to one state that you haven't been to tomorrow without needing the quarantine,
0: what would it be? Super serious.
2: <laughs> um. I'll go first. I would say, uh, correct me on my pronunciation, it's either Oregon or Oregon. I like to say Oregon. Oregon. Because Oregon. I feel like it's Oregon. Because <laughs> it's, it's less. Isn't annoying. Oregon a, 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 a chemical?
1: I don't. Argon is a chemical. Argon's not, not a chemical. Oregon. Okay. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? I say Oregon. Okay. Because I'm a normal
2: person. I would.
0: <laughs> I say Oregon. <laughs> okay. I'm a normal person.
2: Well, you also say bagel, and I say That's true. Bagel. It's bagel. Yeah, yeah. Rock, no. You. You just it... shouldn't even say that <laughs> word. Uh, I would say Oregon. Um, I've I've gotten to know a lot about it just through watching a lot of footage and b-roll and youtubers over the course of the last year plus and i didn't know it was that beautiful with all the mountainous backdrops and and all the waterfalls i had no idea i just thought it was like a flat plain. yeah
1: it's got a lot of landscapes. i had no
2: idea i had no idea and it just sounded like if, if someone said to me i'm gonna take you to oregon tomorrow i would just be very depressed about a year <laughs> about a year and a half ago i would have That would have been my reaction, but I would uh, that would be my number one state. Oh, nice. Uh, Sweet. Dan, what about you? Wait,
1: can I guess yours first? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say that you're randomly going to be into South Dakota.
0: Okay, it's really interesting you said that because randomly the last few years I've been wanting to go to the Dakotas. I'm a big Teddy Roosevelt fan. He spent time in North Dakota. It's actually quite interesting. His wife and his mom, weirdly enough, died on the same day, same night, in the same house like hours apart it's impressive mm-hmm. like crazy yeah, yeah it's sad <laughs> but um basically yeah he he uh he had to deal with that and in order to deal with that he had to go to um he went to north dakota and just lived and roughed it out there and ever since i read about that i was like so it'd be so cool to just go out there and rough it like teddy um but actually because it's so cold in north dakota that's more just like a, i like the idea of it instead of the actual state <laughs> as much as i never thought i would say this i'm gonna say either cali or hawaii um, I, I I bash California all the time because it seems like people that you know are from there. I just assume they're snobby. That is super judgmental on my part. Very it's judgmental. Completely judgmental. <laughs> but also, you might be right. But also very judgmental. <laughs> yes, yes, probably very judgmental. If we ever get to the point where someone from California listens to this, you're probably a really good person. Right. We're yeah. sure you're. So a good you're person. probably not judgmental. Right. Right. Anyway, <laughs> if this makes it to you, we're doing something right. We're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> so as much as I never thought I'd say it, just for the sake of because I've been up and down the East Coast. Been to Tennessee, Same. Missouri, yeah. I would say um, California just to see what it's like, uh, or maybe Hawaii just because I've always wanted to see what it would be like. Nice. Well, are you and... guys going to ask
1: me or do I have to ask myself?
2: Ask yourself. All right. See okay, how that so, goes. Anthony, what
1: state would you go to? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. Um, out of the 23 states that I've already been to, to add one that I have not been to, I would easily pick New Mexico. For one reason. Wow. So, I'm sorry. Too i, I got to cut it.
0: That's the most random thing I've heard. No. I would have never Here's caught. why.
1: Ready? There's all kinds of scenery there. I like the mountains without snow, although they do have snow in New Mexico. And I would like to eat the food. So I really want to go to New Mexico. Interesting. I would okay. go there tomorrow if I could.
0: Now, if you want to eat the food, wouldn't you just go to Mexico? To eat yes. The food? But I guess the question for is sure, U.S. state. For
1: sure. But my passport expired, and I have to get on that. So now I just I don't need that to go okay. to New Mexico
0: come to think of it my passport expired that's too, right we, we got her on the same day, same day in march of 2010 yeah yeah Rocks March too. 20th
1: 2010 yeah.
2: actually don't ask me why i know that it's really maybe weird. a week <laughs> of, a, of a of a difference but yeah yeah we were all in the same week yeah of that week in 2010 mm-hmm.
0: so here is our uh our actual meaty topic the meat and potatoes if you will of today's episode and we wanted to just talk about who we are and why we're doing this Um, for anybody that is new that doesn't really know exactly who we are anybody that um, just kind of picked this up you search this on soundcloud or spotify or uh, apple podcasts um, we want to just go through what jmj missions is and who we are so um, well basically the three of us had big conversion experiences in college um, Anthony was just talking about Venezuela, our passports. Um, that's because we all had big conversions um, meeting some incredible people at our parish, the family of a possible soon-to-be Saint, Maria Esperanza, um, and um, had incredible experiences with them and with, um, with the, the newfound friends we've had at our parish here in New Jersey. Uh, and so ever since that conversion experience, we uh, pretty much wanted to dedicate our lives to the Lord, um, and we felt... And I know I have personally that I would never, ever be happy unless I was spreading the joy that I was able to feel once I finally took, you know, took the church seriously, took the Lord seriously, went to confession, was forgiven, and started to make my relationship with God number one every day. And so that's where I'm at. I don't know if you guys want to add anything to where – why, we're, why you know – we're doing what we're doing. Why our faithless is so important to us?
1: Yeah, sure. Sorry, I got distracted for a second by Simba's bark. So if you heard that, I don't know if Spotify has a like button. I don't think it does. But I mean, Simba's your dog, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Simba it's is my dog, that. and he's he's excited, so yeah. he barks. So that, that might happen in future podcasts. So just letting he wants our, to be part of the podcast. Yeah, That's, and maybe we should no, make nothing him up. nothing wrong with and that. Put yeah, a little, put a mic by his, by his food bowl. He just, Probably a good idea. He just can't yeah. wait to be king. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope, I like it. Good. Good. Um, so JMJ missions started about two years ago this was the this was god's will and that's all i'm I'm just kidding so there's simba again so what happened is a couple years ago dan came up to me in his basement and he said aunt i really think that we should do something with video and rocco has been saying that same exact thing to me for uh, even a year before that but i always kind of dismissed it because we would watch all these catholic youtubers like christophonic and other people and we would think you know we can do that but we never took it seriously so it kind of came together at the same time where the three of us had an idea of like, okay, let's do this now. And that was the origin. So, if Rock, if you want to add, add on to that, but that's how that was the real origin.
2: Yeah. So I have a, uh, I have like a filming background. I've been fascinated by film ever since I was like probably 13 or 14 years old. Um, I was kind of navigating throughout filmmaking. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, all I know is that I wanted, to have a camera in my hand. Um, it was just, I was just very passionate about that. And the years went by and I, you know, made stuff here and there, did like little mini documentaries, um, but I was never really solidified in in what I wanted to do precisely with, with the camera and with the, the field of, of media. And Dan was very aware of this and so was Anthony. So Dan approached me one day uh, asking me if I would like to take care of things on the video end of things in JMJ missions. And I said, absolutely. I mean I'm very I'm very passionate about my faith. Um, my faith is very personal to me, and so is my love for filmmaking. So if I could contribute in that way uh, through that medium, which is so relevant today in, in today's society, I mean, everything is social media, everything is either photo or video today. And I believe that you know we could have such an impact, um, in that way, and, and if I could contribute to that, then uh, you know I was more than happy to do it. So here we are, uh, uh, almost two years now. We started this in in, in like February or March of uh, twenty nineteen is when we made our first video.
0: Had a year long COVID hiccup.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and but we persevered through that, and um, very happy, very happy being a part of this.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned your talent in film because we feel like I feel like this we complement each other very well. Uh, myself and Anthony, Anthony has the meteorology background, you know, getting the degree at Rutgers. I don't know if you talk about that, how that skill led you into this.
1: Yeah. In college, I studied meteorology to be a weatherman. I was always afraid of the weather. I, it always scared me whenever a thunderstorm was coming, I would just kind of hide under a blanket. And this is when I was 21, 22. I'm just kidding. So when I was a little kid, but uh, it gave me experience in front of a camera and I was pretty bad in front of the camera when I was in college, but it's good because it's almost like I got that bad out of the way. Not that I'm amazing now. But it gave me some experience um, of getting this, you know, getting used to being in front of the camera. For is... our
2: viewers that don't know, I actually edited a little video for Anthony when he My was resume. in college. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it was basically, you were talking in front of a green screen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they added the graphics and all that later. But I cut together a video for him that he displayed to his, uh, to his class and it,
1: at it, Rutgers. It was a good video. Yeah. I mean, the talent on screen wasn't that good. But the <laughs> editing was good. But see,
0: and we were talking about this just recently that everything you do and rock, you mentioned, you know, we we're watching our oldest JMJ videos. If you ever look up our oldest videos on YouTube from a year and a half ago, you know, when we first started it, some of it looks like a, you know, a sixth grader made it for, a, as a project, you know, an iMovie. <laughs> um, not that that's bad. If you're a sixth grader, I mean, I'd, you know, it'd probably be a pretty good, we probably would have gotten an A if we were a sixth grader yeah. making this yeah. project. <laughs> be um, plus. I we, hope so. Yeah. But it's funny because we've come so far. We look back at our, our, our videos from a while ago and we, with a critical eye, And we think to ourselves, man, like, this could have been better and that could have been better. But, Rock, you mentioned, you said, you know, you have to get through the tough ones in the beginning. You do. In order to get better.
2: It's just something you inevitably have to go through, even though you don't want to go through it, even though you're watching content that you would like your stuff to look like the pros. But inevitably, you just have to go through that, like, you know, I guess, dark night of the soul, if you will. But, (laughs) you know, kind of an analogy of not wanting to go through something that you have to go through in order to be, quote-unquote, like, purified in a way exactly. and, and to get to the next levels.
0: And talking about sp- that purif- being purified, darkness of the soul, spiritually, it seems like all the events of our lives have led up to this as well. We have our conversions. Anthony, you made it your own in college. Uh, me and Rock, uh, since we did not go away, we're around a great group of people at Our Lady of Peace Parish in Williamstown. We continue to meet and become friends with the family of Maris Bronze and like, some great priests and some very holy people um, and grew. Uh, and we get to the point where, you know, uh, Anthony and I leave seminary discerning marriage. Um, and then we're like, okay, what do we do now? And then teaching comes along, which also helps refine our skills. So it's like, you know, conversion, uh, making our faith our own with a group at a church seminary with which is academic and really helps you with prayer and perseverance. And then you have, um, now teaching and then the combination of all these skills, uh, you know, that God has given us not by any merit of our own. Now we can put them all together to good use. And I got to admit, I, it was first just an idea, this whole thing, like, let's make videos. Let me make it speak things like that. Because, you know, I, I felt that, that it was great that I was evangelizing to teenagers and I love doing that. And I love uh, teaching. It really is a great, a great job. Um, but you know, there's some off time, there's some downtime with teaching. And I was thinking to myself, you know, we're getting into our late 20s, and, you know, people can really understand us, and adults are respecting what I say. They're taking me seriously. I might be able to, you know, make an impact on everybody, not just the youth. So I go to Anthony, and I got to admit I was expecting Anne to kind of be like so-so about it. And I said, you know, I'm thinking about making you know, videos and doing a channel or something like that and maybe speaking. Like, what do you think? And, and,
1: then, and I was incredibly excited. And I was like, yes, we should have done that yesterday. I, I was completely ready for it.
0: <laughs> I was not expecting that, though. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, sure. I mean, if you want to. Like, that's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> yeah, but I was and, pretty excited. Yeah. Well, you said, yeah, you should do it. And I want to help. I'm like, yeah. oh, that would be awesome. That would <laughs> be fantastic. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, like, Rock has the video editing skills, but he's, you know, he's busy. He's doing a lot. Right now. I don't know if he'll, he'll want to do it. So I asked Rock.
2: You asked me, and I was immediately on board. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, I had already, like, quote-unquote retired from the camera I already hung up the gloves about like two years prior to this so maybe I stopped filming stuff I would say in like probably mid to late uh 2017 and you know it's a very expensive field it's a very competitive field and I just got very discouraged especially since I was doing it for a lot of years I would say You know, on and off since like 2011, 2012, I was doing projects here and there. And I just got really discouraged. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to give this up. And maybe, you know, I always had that artist's eye, but maybe I could discover a passion in another artistic way. So I took up piano. Um, You got good. Yeah, I got good. good. I got very, um, I was very passionate about it for, for a long time. And I would practice like at least an hour a day, at least five to six days a week. And I said, well you know, my heart's not with film anymore, but maybe I could do something with piano. Maybe I could just get good enough. Maybe I could become a, I don't know, a piano teacher or I don't know. But all I know is that I want to do something with my hands. I'm a very hands-on person. And this love of piano is really growing on me. So I figured I'd do something with that. And then out of nowhere, um, Dan approached me, you know, with this, with this idea. And I said, I, I, I'll, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a shot. Again, it's it's fusing together my my two loves of faith and film, and I did it. And um, as the days, weeks, months, even years went by, I started. To, that's when that passion started to come reignited inside of me. And I'm very happy. And you know, I'm very grateful that God was so active in you, working through you, the Holy Spirit working through you, to get me to you know to get me back. Because God knew that this was my love. You know, he knew that and, and but he was gonna
0: figure out a way for me to do it. Exactly. You know? And look where you're at now. Yeah. Now people are actually seeking you out for other projects mm-hmm. because your video skills have gotten so good and really good. And just as a disclaimer, we we obviously would never you know, we're talking a lot about ourselves here the holy spirit gets the credit for everything mm-hmm. you know god gives every single person different gifts and flaws and weaknesses to keep us humble yeah. to work on so we don't take any credit for this and we say this is the utmost of humility knowing that all of our gifts do come from god and they must be honed and there are gifts that other people have that we don't have and that's why we have to work together
1: mm-hmm. and dan like like you said everything in our lives was kind of orchestrated by god to, to bring us to this point point. and even our friendships like i became friends with rocco when i was nine he was my first right. friend and uh, i think you guys were friends before me
2: right you guys were friends before me. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes, so we were friends yes, first. That's true. You got me by ears. I knew of Dan. Yeah. I knew of Dan about the same time I, I became close friends with Anthony. But that was the extent of it. I just knew who he was. He was in my graduating class. You know, yeah, we went like all through we, school together. Right. Uh, but I didn't actually become close with you until after I became close with, with Anthony. Right, I knew you both existed. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And just for our viewers, uh, I'm a year older than these two guys. I'm older than them. And Rocco was my first friend because he lived three houses down. Now, Dan lived in the same development, but it was literally exactly one mile away. However, they were in the same grade. So right. whenever Rock would hang out with Dan, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of that. I wasn't. Keep in mind, I was in fourth grade. So, I mean, I wasn't yeah. mature. I didn't have emotional of course. maturity. It's very, it's very <laughs> easy to get jealous at yeah. that, that age. Yeah. <laughs> but after a couple of years, that faded, and we all became excellent friends. Incredible
0: friends. And it's amazing how the Lord brought us together like you said and then there's just really no coincidences because after that you know we all i remember we'll, we'll do this with our conversion stories and more in depth when we make a video on that or maybe do a podcast on that later but there really is no coincidences because when me and rock were 18 i remember i was almost 19 18 we went to mass me and rock one time and i don't know why because we were not into our faith at all it was not something i would ever normally do if i got to mass it was with my family maybe once a month you know wasn't very We and i didn't like it <laughs> i thought mass was boring right We end up in mass, somehow, (laughs) and at the end of mass, some guy comes up and says, uh, "Yeah, we're in really bad need of um, religion, uh, religious ed teachers like CCD, and if anyone wants to help out, you know, please come sign up." And I have no, to this day, I still have no idea why, because I didn't even really want to do it that badly, and it's not something I ever would have done. But I look at Rock and I say, "You want to teach religious ed?" And I kid you not, there was a pause. And Rock just looks at me. Like, at first, like, I was crazy. Like, what are you asking me? But then to my surprise, he goes, yeah, sure, why not? And I still don't know why. We're, t- I, we're practicing our faith very much at all. And that's how we met the, the priest, the, Father Maz, who uh, introduced us to the family of Marius Bronze and all these incredible experiences which led us to the journey we're on. So just right there, like, something we never would have done, the Lord knew about it, worked with us. Um, and that's just one of maybe dozens of things we could probably think of, of yeah. all the coincidences all the intertwining of things that had to come together. So the Lord really does lead us. Now, I wanted to ask you guys a question. What sets us apart? Not that we're better in any way because there's so many good Catholic media outlets out there with so much such great content, but what is specific, special about how we do things? What do you guys think, just for our viewers, um, you know, for if they want to look up our other things and what we do?
2: Uh, well, me personally, I think it's the synergy between the three of us. We are so—we are experts, experts at our own craft, like in our own individual way. And like, you know, if I tried to do something that you tried to do, I would be good at it, and I could always get better, and my skills could get better. But it's like I think we're all supposed to be occupying our capacities in our own individual way. Right. So for our viewers, Aunt, or Dan primarily does like evangelical talks, and Ant's going to be doing that as well. Um, but, Dan, you've given a few missions so far, and it's got a, gotten a lot of great feedback. They're so successful. You're such a great speaker. And I know you're going to hone that skill as, as years come by. And you're so good at social media. So Anthony takes care of the social media aspect nice. of things. He's very proactive on it. <laughs> um, and as an example, like if I was in charge of social media, I'd probably be posting like once every two weeks. <laughs> but Ant is very, um, very proactive with it. And he's just always um, getting the message out there always making people aware of the fact that you know that we are a, a growing ministry and he's always putting that out there for people and and I give you you like thank you for, no, for all no you do problem. in that capacity great, great yeah. needed personal yeah. touch very, very needed them. especially in today's day and age and and then me with my with my background in film um, you know not that you guys are inept or incapable of like oh, pressing are. the I'm shutter button, or, or understanding <laughs> lighting, or understanding audio, or any of that, or editing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You guys <laughs> can get by, but you know, I just have experience in that. I have a ample background in that, and when you combine all three of our talents and energies, and expertise, uh, you get you get JMJ Mission. So I think that's r- what really sets us apart.
0: Exactly, and again, we we don't want to. You know, talk too much about it. this is an episode. We'll be talking more about ourselves than most, and so we don't want to get into the thing of like you know we're great or anything. Again, this is all completely from the Lord. You yeah. Know? Um, his 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 gifts that he gives everybody. The whole church works on this. You know, Saint Paul talks about how some people are teachers, some are administrators, some are preachers, some are apostles and prophets, and like we all have our role. Uh, and I think this is a great example of um, of how you know we work with roles. And like I can't think of any other Catholic evangelical teams that are literally a team of three instead of just being one speaker or a big group of people it's literally the three of us and we all have equal kind of parts in what we're doing and Mm -hmm. also
1: we cover multiple platforms i think that's one thing that makes us really different it's like some people are just speakers they might have an instagram too but we have we're we're speakers and we are youtubers and now we're podcasters right so it's like we don't we're not really putting a ceiling onto what we can or can't do Right. right
0: right And it's it's funny because one of our we talked last episode about our different little key phrases. Another one that's on our business cards is uh, speakers, uh, evangelists, and filmmakers. And mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, there's yeah. not many people doing doing right. that. And one other yeah. thing is that I, I really want to try to be natural, because um, you know, there's so many great Catholic, like I said, podcasters out there and video makers. But it seems a little cookie cutter sometimes. Yeah. Not that you ever want to go outside of church teaching. I mean, like you know, we are we, we are orthodox and we believe what the church believes and we want to be holy we want to be saints always never mislead anybody but you got to be yourself and i like that we can try to be ourselves our vlogging you know we're just it's like our our true personalities try to come out and more often than not in being ourselves because the lord has made such a big impact on us the spiritual life is just going to naturally come out it won't feel forced it's not like oh today we're going to talk about this or that it's like let's just be ourselves let's see what let's see what comes out of it and i think that's that's how god wants it to be authentic yeah yeah
2: and you always you always talk about how prayer must be at the foundation of all of this and right. that's the only way it's going to come out naturally you know
0: right so so our future podcast just to give you guys a little update of what they're going to look like normally how just a little intro right uh, explaining what we're doing um, and then, um, like a, a little bit, little probably a little small talk, you know, whatever. Usually, Ant's really good with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we'll talk, you know, Ant's shoes or something, like yeah, whatever, whatever. I like like shoes. you know, and and he's got shoes. Yeah, right. I got a lot of them. Rocks, uh, rocks, new Jordan cap. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's about all time. We'll talk about whatever. Yeah, cause we love sports, so yeah. we'll talk about a lot of different things. We'll have a little topic and also a and A segment every week where we'll answer a question. So I encourage everyone listening to uh, either whether it's through a Facebook message, uh, an email. Uh, a youtube instagram. comment and yes i would say most most of all an uh, instagram direct message a dm any questions you want us to answer whether it's about the faith or not I mean, most of them will probably be spiritual but any questions you would like us to answer within reason um please direct message us and it'll get to our q a segment um because people love q a the students that i teach they love q a um any any topic you know people ask about you know interesting like interesting things like miracles and angels and demons and like what does the church teach on like the supernatural and ghosts and uh is this a sin is that you know morals all kinds of things you can ask so anything that you would like to ask i encourage our our listeners uh and the viewers on youtube to direct message us facebook us and ask and yeah, we'll get yeah. we'll get to it um so i also want to talk one more thing about um this has been a really really um key in our development and our growth and that's confidence in god because i have to admit at one point um you know after leaving seminary and you know after trying to f- make the faith truly my own um after many different spiritual trials i actually doubted that god actually could will that we could do this i really did i wasn't sure it was an idea and i really doubted it, it came through a lot of prayer and it's my spiritual director how important is it for you guys to have confidence in god once you know that something's noble and good and you think god might want to bless it and make it work how important is it to have confidence in that
1: I think it's incredibly important. I think confidence is something that many people struggle with, and I think we all look for it in the wrong places. I think we look for it uh, through Instagram likes, or we look through it um, from our peers or even you know a relationship. That's how we, we kind of gauge ourselves based on what other people think of us. But that's very unhealthy, and it's one thing that I've been learning over the past maybe six or seven months is that our confidence needs to come from God. There's no other place to get it from. Uh, you need to know that you are loved and that you are good, and you are valuable. And once you know those things, once you know that you are loved, you can love others properly. You can you can be the best version of yourself uh, for yourself and for other people. Right. So we we just know. And and one thing that we take into our own prayer lives is to just make sure that we draw our confidence from God. And we know that what we're doing is good. And we're and we're doing this for the glory of God. So that there's no reason that God wouldn't wouldn't be pleased by this. We're not right. walking around like <laughs> sinning or like punching people in the face or something like that with JMJ missions brass knuckles like Mm -hmm. we're just doing our thing we're trying to get people close to god
0: (laughs) tripping old ladies crossing the street yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and you look at the saints and like just how secure secured they were in in god and they just went off blind trust like in him like throughout their entire lives and and that's what made them that's what made them a saint like that's what like i always talk about like holiness is is the most attractive thing like John Paul II said that, but that comes through total confidence in God. You're not, you know, you're not finding your identity in anyone or anything except God. And I mean, that, that goes a long, long way.
0: Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, also, uh, you talk about prayer, how important prayer is. I think, you know, even if you're lacking confidence in God, you're not so sure about what he's calling you to. You're lacking confidence in yourself, whether he, it's his will to do this or that, or whether he can really use you. Tell him that in prayer. And then ask him to change things because what happened to me was I legit asked for that in prayer. I said – because I had this idea, but I had faced so much rejection, and and in some ways you could see it as failure. Not really failure, but my mind, the devil, I think, was trying to get me to think of it as failure. That I actually said to um, myself and I prayed. I said, God, I don't know if you want this or not. I I know I'm supposed to evangelize, but I faced so much rejection recently and so many crazy things. I I have – confidence issues that you're actually gonna be able to use me and I prayed, I say, God, if you really want to use me, then you need to like let me know somehow And right at that same time I got a new job at a new school and my spiritual director there, Father Colovito, uh, who i just met we, we clicked really well i told him about this idea for jmj missions it wasn't called jmj missions then; it was going to be called luminous ministries <laughs> uh, yeah so glad we didn't We were throwing around a few names so, <laughs> so glad, so glad yeah. it's not luminous it does ministries. not have the same ring to it <laughs> <laughs> um that's <laughs> so funny but i had this idea for a ministry or some kind of speaking and i thought like everyone else he was just gonna go yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> right like that's kind of like what people all i had gotten them ever since i'd faced some rejection And he, But he was completely on board with it. And he goes, yeah, yeah, you should totally do it. Like, the Lord will definitely – you'll be good at that. I said, really? Like, And he's very blunt. He goes, yeah. But I thought we were going to forget about it until one Christmas break came. And we're talking at Spiritual Direction. He goes, all right, Christmas break. You know, you got a a week and a half, two weeks off from school. He goes, when you come back, I better see something. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, I better see something. You've been talking about this ministry for a while. God probably really does want you to do it. I better see a video up. I better see something. I better see – like some kind of talk you've written. I need to see. And yeah. I'm like, whoa. And he like was a little, almost in a good way, a little pushy. Mm-hmm. And that that kicked, and I needed that. That's, God, because of my prayer, I believe, sent this spiritual director into my life to really push it. And that's when I really, we all really got serious about yeah. it. We started putting things in action. And so if you're struggling with confidence, but it's a good thing you want... <laughs> Ask the Lord for help with that confidence. He will put the people in your life. He'll give you the healing, the peace you need to move forward, and the action—maybe the little push you need, the kick in the butt, we could say—to mm-hmm. move forward with it. Yeah,
2: I was I was uh, uh, scrolling the internet recently, and I came across—you um, remember the movie Coach Carter? Yeah, such a great movie. And it was towards the end when they were all uh, being taught in the in the in the high school gym. It was like a little mini classroom setup and the one kid stands up and he says he says to coach Carter he says um he says uh I'm trying to remember the quote now <laughs> uh i can't think of the quote You're i just, I just it? had it in my now i just had it i just had it in my mind um i've only seen it once so i'm not I've sure i've only seen it once as yeah. well. it was a good movie but mm-hmm. it was like i was really young yeah <laughs> It'll come back to me. Yeah, kind of just continue on. Yeah, just raise your hand when you're ready. Raise Rock. your hand. Yeah. I'll raise my we'll hand. I'll go teacher mode on you. It literally just escaped That's me. That's all
0: right. So, um, Rock, when it comes back to you, let us know. I'll let Maybe you know. Maybe the next podcast we will come the next back podcast? to you. The podcast yes, will come back to yeah. small talk. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh, it just came back to me. Oh, there we go. <laughs> thank, all right. Thank <laughs> God, Rock. I'm so, I was getting <laughs> so nervous. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs>
2: Uh, so, th- so the one kid stands up and he says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us.
0: I now see why I didn't want to paraphrase that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that would not have- I don't know how you <laughs> memorized that. That was really good. That was really deep. Yeah.
2: And basically what that means is, um, we have so much potential. We have so much potential, but we're scared because of what God might be calling us to. Mm. And it's so easy to hide in our in darkness and to just not do anything. Mm-hmm. But when God is calling us to step out of ourselves in total confidence and trust, we are capable of setting this world on fire, as St. As Catherine of Siena says. Yeah. But it's it's only natural to be scared of risks and to be scared of sacrifices and to be lazy. Like, that's just default in our humanity to, to, to act that way. But God, when God wants something of us— like, we have to trust him and be confident enough that, you know, he's imbued us with so many gifts, and we, we exist for a purpose, and if we have that confidence in him, we are going to set this world aflame.
0: Right, and that's just yeah. not us telling, you're telling yourself that to make yourself feel better. Like, it's completely, like, God exists and mm-hmm. absolutely has a plan. The only thing that can get in the way is our own doubts and sins, and mm-hmm. our own, and even our sins, like, he can forgive you. You yeah. just gotta get a bounce right?
1: back. Right, he knows about them ahead of time anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's already mapping out yeah, your... Yeah, not uh, that they're readout. okay. That's right. not what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, question and answer, our, our segment. And this goes, actually, it segues perfectly into it. How can somebody be sure that they are forgiven? Confession. So, good answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think if, just, just knowing and just in your heart, if you're honestly sorry. I mean, it's not God who gets tired of giving mercy. It's us who get tired of asking for it. I think that's one of Pope Francis's most famous sayings. So if you're actually sorry for whatever it is that you did and you mean it and you have a sincere desire not to do it again, God's going to forgive you every time. It's just pretty simple. Just that's the way he is. Right? Mm-hmm. Cuz
0: I had a student actually say to me today, you know, that they had made a few big mistakes and they know that like people say like well, I th- you know, God forgives you, but how can they be sure cuz they still feel down on the inside. They well, that say, doesn't come from
1: God either. That's true. Like, that's yeah, there's three yeah. Things, there's three places that something can come from. Either God yourself or evil. And if something were like that to tell you that it's not good enough or that God doesn't actually forgive you, that's, God would never say that to you. So that's clearly not from God. True. So it could either be from yourself or evil. Either way, it's, it's not true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I um, the crucify, rock confession too. And I, I think um, that's why Jesus designed confession because he knows the guilt and shame can really mess with us. You know, Even though God's all loving and all forgiving, is never going to try to like, stop you from being forgiven or just hate you for what you've done. God knows that the devil is so good at making us feel guilt and shame and discouragement. When you say to Representative Jesus that you're sorry and you get that forgiveness back, it's a very beautiful thing. And one thing I want to add, last but not least, the crucifix. There's a reason that the crucifix is um, the symbol of our Catholic faith, and it's not because we're trying to be depressing. Like, oh, look at dead dude on a cross. Like, yeah, it's a depressing looking thing if you just look at it face value. You don't know anything about Christianity. It's like a tortured dude on a cr- like that died. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Right? But if you know the that- like the reasoning behind it it's like okay god had one big statement he wanted to make to humanity he made a lot of them but the biggest statement he wanted to make by when he sent his son was that no matter what no matter what you've done you are loved so much so that i died a horrible torturous death just for you and that if you were the only person that ever existed in the history of the world i would have gone through that a hundred times just for you so for anyone out there that's doubting that maybe god has a plan for them and they're not quite confident that god could use them and they're doubting if they're forgiven or not good enough i would say confession and stare at a crucifix and of course and as you said remember that all those doubtful thoughts do not come from god they come from the enemy to discourage you to keep you down
1: yeah it's perfect yeah Yeah. yep Mm -hmm.
0: yeah you want to wrap it up
1: i think yeah i think we're good so (laughs) guys this was our second podcast and we have more to come just keep your eyes peeled Subscribe to us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at JMJ Missions. Right. Facebook, JMJ Missions. And YouTube, <laughs> you guessed it, JMJ
0: Missions. <laughs> okay. Over and All out. Way. Let's close with the prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you so much for everything that you have done in our lives uh, to bring this ministry to fulfillment, to fruition. It's, it's becoming big, and we're so happy for that, we're so grateful for that. We ask everybody that's listening that you bless them in their own lives, with their own missions that they are called to, that they have the confidence to know that you will work with them, you will work with their good intentions, you will forgive them of their sins, and everything you have lined up in their life will come to fruition as long as they stay close to you, bounce back when they fall down, and never lose confidence in your mercy and in your love. And we ask this all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Nicely done. Oh, guys, I forgot to hit record. Oh. <laughs>